0: It is Wednesday, another edition here of of, uh, the WeatherWise podcast here from the meteorologist at 47 ABC WMDT. We talk all weather all the time, of course. That's why it's called WeatherWise, right? Yep. We talk local weather here uh, in the Delmarva area for the eastern shore of Maryland, upper shore and Delaware. And, you know, we talk mid-Atlantic weather regional, country-wide United States weather, and uh, you know, we get into the world stuff, which we do have some stuff to talk about on the other side of the world coming up. Ulysses Garcia this week with me. Oh, yeah. We'll get to you in just a moment, um, uh, specifically to talk about a named tropical cyclone that's causing some problems. Um, you know, There's always tropical weather going on around the world any time of the year, but we'll revisit that here in just a bit. Obviously, our winter uh, without a winter continues. Yeah. It continues. Um, warmer than average temperatures we're breaking records last time we spoke in this podcast i think uh, myself and sloan we're talking about a few records we set in the area this past week we had a lot of warm weather again before we had that brief shot of cool air that got us into the weekend now we're already starting to see a warm-up we're recording this podcast on a monday so uh, to give everybody uh, um, an idea here now that you're listening probably here on a wednesday where we're downloading it um, started the week off already on a mild note you can feel the moisture in the air Again, that uh, kind of early spring feel is starting to creep back in, right?
1: Yeah, it's starting to creep back in, and the fact that the, you know it's like you said, we're just been without a winter. It's just uh, we kind of just been on this cycle the last couple of weeks, which I've noticed is like we we see our coolest temperatures during the weekend, and then we start warming up during the week, and then by Thursday and Friday we see a cold front push in, and that gives us that shot of co- cooler air. Uh, as we go into the weekend and that's kind of where we've been over the last like few weeks we've kind of just been in this limbo and i told rich a a couple days ago i do believe that once we wrap up the winter i have a feeling that saturdays will be probably the most the coldest day of the week we've had so far over the last few
0: months okay okay so you know with that said um it probably isn't going to take much to get us to the coldest weather that we've had the past couple months we haven't had much of it at all to talk about yeah the brief stints that we've had I would say that the pattern you probably agree with me about this is five, six days in a row of above average temperatures. Then we get down to one or two days of at or slightly below average temperatures, and then we're right back up. So it's Kind of early spring for five days, winter for two, early spring for five, winter to two, right? Yeah, pretty
1: much like that. So that's why, like, when we talked about it, it's like I think Saturdays have been just noticeably cooler than the other days of the week. But that's something that will be for another podcast. But, yeah, definitely we've just been in this kind of just this weird cycle where we go back and forth between early spring and a brief shot of winter.
0: You know, looking at the long-range temperature outlook – And uh, one thing I have noticed here now that we're going into the end of February, I'm looking at the 8 to 14 day outlook, which takes us into early March. Um, Still above normal for the mid-Atlantic and obviously in a podcast here, I have to explain what I'm looking at. But the bubble of real warm air that's expected is now shifted a little more west, a little more south. And here in the east coast, Delmarva, we're still on the edge of that slightly warmer than normal outlook but it's not as prominent as it has been some of the signals changing showing us that and again when we look at these averages too over the period it's important to remember we've talked several days above a few days at or below you get one of those days where you're at or below normal especially below normal you get temperatures in the 30s 20s you get enough moisture our system is developing off the coast those ingredients can be just right for our snow first snow for some although we've already had that many of us haven't even had the measurable snow yet here in Del Marva there are some signals looking at into the end of the february time frame early march that we could be at least positioning ourselves for a snow setup and i say this because we've talked la nina right mm-hmm. all winter long uh, la nina just a quick definition for those uh, you know probably hear that term thrown around a lot we talk about it all the time a cooling of the Pacific waters, abnormal cooling of the Pacific waters. What does that mean to us? Well, that just adjusts the jet stream. It sends it a little further north. That invites warmer than normal temperatures in the East Coast, typically, and we've been affected by that. Here, are three winters in a row. Well, La Nina, the numbers are showing that it is declining. The Pacific waters essentially warming to where they should be. So, with La Nina less of an influence here going into the end of February, early March, plus the fact that the North Atlantic Oscillation, that's something we look at closer to the side of the country, uh, a pressure difference, if you will, um, or a pressure change, um, that, that is trending in the negative phase. And what that means, that usually means colder air. That usually means colder air for the, United, the Eastern United States. So with those two factors in mind, for the first time this winter, some of these signals are actually pointing toward favorability for us to see some snow.
1: Yeah, I for the mean, first time this winter. Yeah, hopefully that's the case. Hopefully like you said it's it's uh it's really a lot of con- it's I know you, you mentioned this off air and a lot of this is has to do with luck and hopefully you know we're now starting to get some factors that are favoring us but we still need that little extra dosage of luck uh for us to use, you know get our first snowfall of the season for parts of Delmarva. So hopefully that is the case, but the fact that you're saying that the, the, the NAO is going uh, negative and then the fact that we're actually starting to see La Nina decline, hopefully these factors will uh, favor us because like you said, La Nina tends to uh, favor for um, milder conditions and drier conditions, especially for our southeastern United States. And since we're just on the fringes of that, it kind of has played a big role for our winter so far across
0: the area. And you know, looking at weather patterns overall and what's considered abnormal and normal, and that can always shift, obviously. And um, when we talk about normal or averages, that's really just a compilation over time of you know weather variables averaged out. So to have everything static or normal all the time is actually abnormal. The paradox there. But the idea is that in this past week, we've seen some severe weather in the deep south, the mid south. That's normal, or that's average to see that kind of activity in February. Starting to see, though, that the overall pattern looks a little more like mid to late winter um, with severe weather outbreak happening uh, in places like Mississippi or Alabama, the Deep South. That, that to me, is showing that, okay, maybe we are sliding into what would be very just a typical back-and-forth routine that you would see in winter. So even those little signals right there, that tells me, uh, you know, the last several weeks here of winter, go figure, Punxsutawney Phil might be right. I don't know. We'll see. But... We could be edging back into something that's a little more normal here for uh, the East Coast with more shots of cold air, better positioning for snow. I say that because this last big storm system we had off the coast last week, um, you know, it was perfect setup for snow. It was an area of low pressure that developed off the coast, right? And it was far enough off the coast that um, the cold air that was in place was allowed to stay in place. And it, Everything was perfect, except for the amount of cold air that was in place was just not deep enough. It was a shallow area of cold air. So we are looking at a really cold rain as opposed to what would have been a perfect snow setup for us. So there are little things that are already starting to happen that look more like winter. And I just think that now it's all about luck. Like you said earlier, we're getting ourselves positioned for the fact that we just need that one one event to happen in the right way. And I know we're rooting for snow, it sounds like, here in the podcast. I just think a lot of people want to see a little bit of it. Sometimes it's nice to have that that snow because it reminds you of where you are in winter. It makes you appreciate the spring when it comes. I know there are a lot of snow lovers out there. It's nice to see a little bit of it. I know the kids and teachers want some, but um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where we're going with that. But uh, so that's what's been going on here in Delmarva. Things are... Uh, in limbo, if you will. We're going into this week recording the podcast. We're more of an unsettled pattern again. We, we call it kind of a west to east flow or, or zonal flow, mm-hmm. right, where you don't have a major storm system moving in from the south. You don't have a major arctic front moving in behind a storm system coming in from the north and west. So that zonal flow typically means unsettled weather on and off shower chances. That usually means that warm air from the south gradually starts working north. So by the end of the week, what are we looking at temperature-wise? We could be pushing records, right? Yeah. So uh, thir-
1: Thursday, especially here on Del Marva, uh, we're projected to be in the mid to upper seventies, and right now we're forecasting seventy-seven degrees as of this podcast. The record is seventy-four degrees, so right now we are projected to break the record. And keep in mind that this is not just records here on Del Marva. I've been looking um, other parts of the country as well. Florida, in parts of Florida, um, they could be seeing nineties. 90s by the That's end of nuts. the week. So the fact that you know, like Orlando and points south, 90 degree weather already. Summer temperatures already in February. So um, you could just tell that this is really just a really warm air mass, a really tropical air mass. Um, I even looked. You know, I was even looking a little closely throughout the weekend just the dew points here. We'll see our dew points. Uh, We'll see a little bit of that mugginess, especially on Thursday. We'll see those dew points rise into the lower 60s across the area. So mm-hmm. maybe just enough to trigger a little bit of a heat index. I know it's a little early to say that word, heat index. I know, I know where you're going with this. But, uh, but th- I mean the fact that we're going to be in record territory, um, just a lot of tropical warm air coming in from the south.
0: And I know where you're going with this because I feel like we might have talked about this a couple days ago. That also means that it might just be a little too uncomfortable during the day, right? Just for a little bit.
1: Yeah, just a little bit uncomfortable. And I think there might be people here that are probably gonna be like, wow, I might actually have to briefly turn on
0: that air conditioner. Are you referring to me?
1: well I'm probably. just referring to anybody, <laughs> yeah, anybody. it's okay i, can, I mean I can, I might, i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna have to turn it on in my car I probably won't have to turn it on in my apartment but I know for sure i will have to probably i will have to turn it on in my car because I will definitely feel that uncomfortableness in my car
0: okay I'm with you on that i I'll just say it out here on here if i I'm probably gonna have to turn it on in my apartment i mean nothing wrong with that, no, that yeah, you know, nothing wrong, I, nothing wrong nothing with that. that you want no, to that. stay in comfort and um you know, everybody's place and, you know, house and apartment building is obviously situation different depending on the way, what floor you live on if you're in an apartment. Um, you know, during the winter, if you're on a second floor, and we've talked about this, it's great during the winter. It's easier to heat your apartment. You're getting that warmth from down below plus your heat. But in the summertime, it flips. It's harder to cool those top floors. It's kind of the scenario I'm in. It's just the heating works out well. It's the cooling that's a little tougher. So when we get to these warm spells... Start to feel it right away. No, yeah, um, Can't complain. I'm a warm weather lover. That's just the flip side. So I know I'm going to have to pay for it, though. I want my comfort inside. So I'm going to be turning on the AC. But I'm going to be like you, cranking it on in the car a little bit. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, when you throw a, button, a heat index, we're going to be talking about heat index in the 80s. Yeah, right. we might yeah, we'll be probably dealing with heat index
1: right around eighty degrees. Even I mean right it's, it's now I would, if we, we get just February. enough of the right wind in the positioning, I would not be surprised if maybe some sunspot on Del Marva gets seventy nine or eighty. I mean, it just depends. But I think right now mid to upper seventies will be most likely the bet that we'll see here on Del Marva. Uh, enough for the record to be broken. Now the real question is how close to eighty we will get. Um, I think the last time I remember where we saw temperatures this high in February was actually right before I started. Um, in February, and I saw that it was a. There was a day I remember because I know Daniel posted this on social media. I was already starting to follow him as I accepted the position, and it said seventy-seven degrees. So wow. I may have to. Um, was that I'm, five years ago? Right. And that was five years yeah. ago. So I may have to relook at. We may have to relook a look at a little bit of the history books here, um, if we see a number higher than seventy-seven degrees on Thursday
0: so uh talking records again and we'll you know obviously next uh wednesday we'll know exactly what it is and we'll recap that after it happens um here on our next edition of uh, weatherwise but before we round it out for this edition we have one more thing to get to and it's always interesting to look out into other parts of the world this time of the year because there's always something going on and you were talking about something before we started the podcast here a tropical cyclone named Freddie that looks like it's causing some problems.
1: So yeah, so we have a tropical cyclone, Freddie. So uh, just keep in mind, you know, in other parts of the world, hurricanes, they go by different names. So in the eastern, in the Western Pacific, it goes by typhoon. In the Indian Ocean, uh, they just refer to it as a cyclone, but it's pretty much the exact same thing. It's just a hurricane. Um, it's actually a category four um, when it comes to strength, it's 140 miles an hour. And the thing that's interesting about this storm is that this is actually going to be the first storm? Uh, it's projected to be the first storm since the year 2000 to make a cross-country, cross-ocean journey from the once from the eastern portion of the Indian Ocean to the western portion of the Indian Ocean. So most of these storms um, they tend to develop more so over the parts of Aust- uh, Australia and over parts. Of uh, Indonesia, but the thing that the fact is that this storm has been holding itself together um, along the Indian Ocean, and now it's getting ready to impact parts of Africa, especially parts of Madagascar. Uh, Maritis, uh Reunion, and then eventually uh, eventually impacting the eastern coast of the actual Af- African continent so um, the fact that this is going to be a powerful system that's going to be impacting that part of the world um, during the first half of the week but the fact that it's a Category 4 and the fact that it's holding itself together um, you know it's really remarkable because like it's, uh, like I mentioned a second ago last time this happened was in 2000 um, in February 2000 and the names for that storm was Eline slash Leon and um, so yeah so the it's just really impressive that it's not just the Atlantic uh, Basin or even the Pacific Basin that have these type of storms that just uh, you know grow you know across the entire basin Um, even the Indian Ocean is starting to deal with some of these factors as well
0: and looking at the the cyclone track for you geography buffs out there to give you an idea this thing's going to cross over Madagascar which is an island and then eventually like you said making landfall in the coast of Africa, Zimbabwe, which does not have um, a border along the coast. It's an inland country in um, Africa. And, of, of course, the wind speeds are going to die down. It's going to be a tropical depression at that point or a tropical storm going down to a tropical depression. But this thing is going to go that far inland into Africa, infecting some of those areas there. And I know it's not out of the ordinary for them to see tropical weather, but it's just interesting to see this and kind of compared to what we'd see here in the United States with our landfalling systems, noting that these inland areas um, experiencing the tropical weather that are uh, far from the coast. So um, kind of an interesting scenario. And, and, you know, thankfully for a lot of these areas that will be getting hit, that uh, wind speeds going to be much lower. Even the Madagascar area. I'm looking at those wind speeds that are 120 miles per hour. I think you were talking about how strong this thing was right now. Yeah. It's scheduled to weekend, as you talked about, going into there. So um, very interesting weather going on. And there's a lot of terrain in Madagascar, too. I think that's going to do a big job in slicing this storm up. Uh, We see that a lot of times in Cuba. Uh, the the uh, island there, the, Mountains. the terrains, yeah. The mountainous
1: terrains of the Dominican Republic and all that. So, uh, I wouldn't be so Madagascar is a bit of a larger island, so we'll have interaction with land. So, the fact that that's gonna help it weaken a bit, it will try to restrengthen a little bit before. It, uh, going over towards Mozambique, um, and then eventually impacting parts of Zimbabwe and Botswana. But uh, I think the thing that's remarkable about this is that it's a uh, like I said before, it just crossed the entire ocean. It became um, they started monitoring on February 6. So the fact that this storm has survived wow.
0: um, two weeks, and you know we've yeah, had we're recording storms. this on February 20th. So, so the, and the fact that this days.
1: so yeah, so the fact that uh, you know when we had storms like that on the Atlantic Basin and even in the Pacific Basin, so uh, it just tells you that you know how um, it's not. Just our part of the world, but even the southern hemisphere can see some of these long-duration storms.
0: Uh, That's uh, it's impressive to say the least. But a lot going on. Uh, We had a lot to talk about today in the Weatherwise podcast. So I think this is a good point to wrap it up and keeping an eye on a lot of what's going on here across the world, and of course here closer to home in Del Marva. I'm sure now that we're getting into the later portion of winter, that's when we start to see the weather patterns really start to. Uh, gear up, regardless if we're above or below normal. The weather becomes more and more active when you get closer and closer to spring, as you know. So I know that we're going to have a lot to talk about again in seven days for our next edition of WeatherWise. And you can always catch the latest edition on Wednesdays and download and stream wherever you get your favorite podcast. Again, for myself and meteorologist Ulysses Garcia, thank you again for listening or downloading or streaming another edition here of WeatherWise, the podcast for meteorologist here at 47 ABC WMDT.